This episode is sponsored by Moving Beyond the Page Homeschool Curriculum, How Children Want to Learn. Learn more at www.movingbeyondthepage.com. Welcome to the Savvy Homeschool Moms Podcast. Holy cow, it's episode number 50! Yay! In this episode, the moms interviewed Savvy Homeschool Kids, Danny, Maven, and me, Tieran. <laughs> Mom, where's my math Honey, where's my glasses? Mom, can I have a drink? Why is the dog wearing a tutu? Honey, is this one of your science projects in the fridge? I'm hungry. I'm Tina. I'm Becky. And, and we're, we're the, the Savvy Homeschool Moms. So, Tina, what's the time code to skip to the end of our chit-chat this week? 33 minutes, 12 seconds. So, Becky, what have you guys been up to in the, uh, what, month and a half? <laughs> eh, actually, it's been like, you know, well, maybe a month and a half, well, yeah. More than a month. The problem is that it was a month and a half of basically holidays. Oh, I mean, total holiday like, stuff, yeah. There was uh, not a lot of uh, formalized schooling going on because uh, there was a whole lot of holiday going on. Yep, as, as it should be. Yeah, exactly. And our holiday started early because Jack-Jack's birthday is December 12th. Mm-hmm. So we started out uh, the holiday season with his birthday party on the 13th that Tieran was at, but you mm-hmm. weren't at because you were feeling uh, under the weather that day, I think. It was, yeah. Yeah. We had a really nice Lego slash Star Wars party. He couldn't decide which way he wanted to go with that. And uh, so I did Lego and Star Wars, and it was tons of fun. I got some great ideas from Pinterest. Love Pinterest. Yes. Oh, and there was this blog. I should get the blog post for y'all because it's what's like how to throw a Minecraft party for under 60 bucks or something like that. And she had some amazing ideas on there. A Minecraft party? No, Minecraft. Sorry, Lego party. Oh, okay. I was going to say, wait, what? Did you switch gears? (laughs) It is 9.20 at night on a Sunday. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) We are dedicated. (laughs) Yeah, and I had a migraine today. So um, please mistake any times I am not speaking. Please forgive any time that I'm not speaking (laughs) English because (laughs) it's not going to be unusual. We mean what you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my. So for the Lego party, (laughs) we had little stations set up. There was a carpet on the floor with a little free build area. And we had a guess how many Legos were in the jar party uh, or uh, game. And uh, shush. (laughs) I cut out little Lego minifig outlines and had all of them draw themselves as a Lego minifig. Yes, we still have ours. Yes, and then because it was also Star Wars, I baked chocolate cup cakes and I put uh, white frosting with uh, blue sprinkles, and each one had a little lightsaber in the middle of it on a in Star Wars cupcake papers on a Star Wars cupcake tower, and all of the plates and napkins and everything were Star Wars. So I, I think I successfully combined the two ideas. Um, he was very pleased. He got a lot of Lego Star Wars for his birthday, which was awesome. exactly what he wanted. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, and then what did we have after that? that was, after that was Christmas, which we just basically spent Christmas at home very quietly. Went to the in-laws' house on Christmas Eve for a couple of hours and then um, basically tried to avoid going anywhere <laughs> on yeah. Christmas Day. Oh, it's insane. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why anybody does it. And- 
And uh, that time of the year, it's just crazy. It really is. And Dean barbecued and stuff, and it was nice. That's the nice thing about Fresno is you can still barbecue even at Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, we got some great new board games. Santa always brings games, and oftentimes it's video games. (laughs) Well, oftentimes for us it's video games, but this year it was uh, board games. And uh, the best one, I think, the the most well-received was Forbidden Island. Oh, which is Jack-Jack's favorite game, thanks to the Games Club at school. Oh, that's right. Yes, Courtney was telling me that Jack-Jack is so good at Forbidden Island that he actually has begun teaching the other children how to play. Oh, very cool. Yeah, so we got that. And it's a cooperative game, so like either you all win or you all lose. Oh, cool. And um, Jack-Jack and I have played it a few times, and uh, it was really cool. And then um, I bought myself Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> Because um, I knew Santa wasn't going to bring it for me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Danielle got uh, Sushi Go, which is a very complicated game with sushi and wasabi and, and all that. Uh, I still haven't quite gotten the whole hang of it, but mm-hmm. um, it's cute. I mean, it's the characters are super, super, super cute on it. So eventually her and I will figure it out, I think. Um, let's see. Oh, and then New Year's Eve, of course. Um, we didn't do anything because yeah. it's New Year's Eve. Uh, we stayed home and played apples to apples, and that was about it. Yeah, so yeah. New Year's Eve is definitely not some time you want to be out and about in Fresno, especially oh, God, no. in the Tower the District. All the gunshots? Did you hear lots of gunshots, too? Yeah, Dean brought two bullets in the house. Oh, nice. That he picked up when he walked. He walked over to the auto parts store to go get himself some gloves uh, after New Year's and um, brought two bullets. People are so stupid. Yeah, but like about quarter till they started. Like seriously, it sounded like fireworks going off, and I'm like, I don't think those are fireworks. Just bam, 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 bam. bam. Like quarter till. I'm like, it's not midnight yet. Is your clock yeah. fast? <laughs> we had fireworks and gunshots. We yeah, had they both. Do the fireworks too. So. So. It's hard to tell the difference for me. I don't. I don't know the difference. No, I just, you know, living here, it doesn't really, I don't have yeah. any problem telling the difference anymore. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so I spent most of New Year's Eve actually with a small, really anxious dog trying to climb my face. Oh, yeah, all right. Oh, but, oh, oh, like, there's, I gotta mention something that's really funny. So I did this thing, Cards Against Humanity, 12 Days of Christmas, where they send you gifts for 12 days. I bought it for myself for my birthday, knowing it wouldn't come in until December. And one of the things they sent me were these magic Magic berries? Something like that. Magic berries. Anyways, um, there are these, you can get them like at ThinkGeek and a couple of other places, and they're these tablets that are made from a, a berry of a tree somewhere. And when you, you mush it up in your mouth and you kind of rub it on your tongue, and it makes everything taste sweet. Like it hmm. binds to some receptor in your tongue, so everything tastes sweet. So like I was eating Myers lemons, and they tasted like candy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and uh, limes and the oranges off my tree and everything. That's crazy. Onion dip. <laughs> they taste, the onions tasted sweet, like they'd been caramelized. Oh, that's bizarre. It really is. There's a science put, experiment right there. Yes, I will put a link in the show notes so y'all can try this out. They're expensive, though. That's the only down thing. They only sent me three, and I'm not sharing. I refuse. Because <laughs> it's my birthday present. Yeah. And anyway, so I was, uh, you know, it was New Year's Eve, so I was drinking, and I was making this drink. It was vodka, stra- mashed up strawberries, and lemon juice, which sounds horrific, right? <laughs> but when you have this berry in your mouth, it tastes like sweet strawberry lemonade. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. 
Yeah. So that was that. fun. And then when the berry wore off, I stopped putting lemon juice and started putting real lemonade. And then that worked out fine, too. But, <laughs> yeah, so these magic berries are just, like, the the coolest thing ever. I have no idea exactly how they work. But uh, you can have my guarantee <laughs> that they actually <laughs> do work. They're amazing. Let's see, what else is going on? Um, well, I started the traditional New Year's clean and organized binge. Every New Year, I look around my house and go, oh, my God. And I think, this, there's got to be a better way to do this. And so then mm-hmm. I go running around my house cleaning things up and straightening things up. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't have a desk. I don't know if you know this or not. I have no desk. Yeah. And it's very frustrating to not have a desk. Like Danny has a desk and Dean has a desk. Jack doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't really need one yet. But I'm the one who takes care of all of the stuff. Right. You know? I'm the one that makes sure we have electricity and water and in three months we have that paper so we can renew the thing on the car, you know. (laughs) That's my job. And I realized I don't have a file box. I don't know where it went. It's gone. (laughs) And uh, it's potentially it's been gone since I moved in here because I really haven't been that organized. (laughs) (laughs) I know. But things have been getting done. But I just I missed a really important paper for Dean's work. And now I have to wait three months before I can turn it in again. Hmm. Which is what sort of prompted this whole, why don't I have a desk thing? Uh, (laughs) So I took on my bookshelf, I used to have like this bin and this stupid magazine rack with magazines that my kids never read or never looked at. And they would like cram coloring books and stuff in there. And it was just a mess and it served no point. So I cleaned all of that off and I repurposed the magazine rack to be a file holder. And then I had like this uh, rack that has like five graduated steps on it's really pretty iron uh, metal uh, flirtily on the front my mom gave it to me anyways and um i put that up and then i like was able to have like full storage again so i'm all excited about that but i have to admit i did go onto amazon and add a bunch of really cool stuff to my wish list because it was like this is nice but i'd really like to have (laughs) like a real filing thing and like you know all that stuff so um i also um Started on the, well, I cleaned up the curriculum uh, cabinet, which is something I have to do rather often, actually, but really got in there and, and uh, found there was a missing peg on one of my shelves. Oh. I, don't, I don't know where it went. Oh, no. And I found it out the hard way. Oh, no. <laughs> I was moving a stack of, of books from one side to the other, and the whole shelf collapsed on me. That's and everything went sliding across the floor. Thankfully, no one was injured. <laughs> yeah. But what's really funny is later on, I was cleaning out, I had like a pencil cup that had had pencils in it forever and had a bunch of junk in the bottom. So I was cleaning it out and I was putting it in to be washed and I tipped it out and the little peg from the shelf was in the cup. Oh. So somebody at some point in time picked the peg up, put it in my pencil cup, but didn't say anything to me. Oh, wow. Right? I'm thinking it had to be Dean because the kids would just not even pick it up. They would just walk by it 7,000 times and pretend like they didn't see it. So (laughs) I'm not quite sure what the thought process was to put it in the coffee cup. But, hey, I had it, and I was able to fix the cabinet. So that's nice. I started on the craft supply closet, but I am not even close to finishing that. That's going to be a big endeavor. (laughs) Um, I cleaned off the bottom shelf of my bookshelf that used to be all of Danielle's art projects and everything were just sort of crammed in there. It was a really awful, nasty area. I cleaned that all out, and I've made space for all of our board games there. Yay. And I fixed the library book area where I, I make the kids keep the library books separate from the other books. I fixed that area and made it more user-friendly. So, awesome. Yay. Not too bad considering it's only January 4th. 
I know, right? It's not too that's bad. Very, that's a good feeling, getting things organized like that. It is, it is. Um, also, oh, so um, I have been really enjoying the Nerdist podcast lately. Mm. I don't know if you know that's Chris Hardwick. Yeah. Chris Hardwick has somehow managed to make an entire life and career out of being a geek, and it's kind of <laughs> awesome. And um, I wanted to mention a specific episode I listened to. Um, it was Henry Winkler, which, as you probably know, the Fonz. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Henry Winkler what came on, and I wasn't going to listen to the Henry Winkler episode, but a friend of mine um, said, you need to listen to this one. It's really good. And so I did. And, of course, the beginning of it is, you know, him coming to Hollywood and how he, like, landed the role of the Fonz, like, two days Fawns, two Fons. days. Yeah. I said Fawns. Fawns, like, like two days after he got off the plane or some crazy thing like that. Oh, I mean. really? But like the second half or the middle to the three quarters of the way in, he starts talking about his personal struggle with dyslexia. And about how he found out that he had dyslexia and how it affected him and his self-esteem as going through school and all of that kind of thing. And he talks about a series of children's books that he wrote specifically for children with dyslexia. Oh, wow. Um, The series is called Hank Zipser, The World's Greatest Underachiever. Wow. I have the first few books on hold at the library. I don't have them in my hands yet to be able to give a good review on them yet. But I promise as soon as I get them in and um, Jack and I have a chance to read them, I will update you guys and let you know um, how they are. Very cool. Yeah, it was it was shocking to me to like sit down and be like listening to Henry Winkler talk about the fawns and like all the other stuff that he had done. And then it was like, oh, yeah, and I have dyslexia. And yeah. And how passionately he speaks about it, uh, about dyslexia and about education. So I have to thank uh, Kyle from um, the Tales of the Jungle Cruise podcast. He's the one that, that uh, told me I should listen to that one, that it would be really good. So That's very cool. I met um, Henry Winkler. <gasps> did you really? I did. That was very cool. Yeah, he was tra- touring back in the 80s when we were in Okinawa. They were touring... I don't know if they were touring with the USO. I feel like they might have been touring with the USO when they were traveling around and they were they were doing it was a it was a Happy Days gang baseball thing. I don't know. <laughs> they were all like playing baseball. It was hysterical. But he was so nice, so nice. He like patted me on the head and everything when I got his, his autograph and and everybody was yelling at him on the he was when he was playing everybody's like yelling to him while he's like on third or second i think it was second base and everybody's going fonzie 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 i was just like dude he's henry winkler like yeah <laughs> his name is but, henry winkler yeah it was like pot i think it was potsy and fonzie and mrs c and a couple other ones that i didn't know as well i don't i don't think that any of the other big ones like uh what's his name ron Ron Howard. Ron Howard wasn't there, I'm pretty sure. Oh, he's probably off directing something or something. Probably, so. But this was like, you know, Happy Days wasn't on anymore, so I'm not sure. But it wasn't that far off the air, because it was like the l- mid mid to late 80s, I suppose. Yeah. Probably mid 80s. So. It would, he, I mean, just listening to him talk, he seems like he's a really nice guy. Yeah, he was super nice when I met I mean, I only got his autograph, and he was, but he was super friendly, so. And he so, talks yeah. about how, like, like how he understands when people meet him and they're like, uh, 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 uh. He had the same thing happen to him when he met a musician that he really liked. He, like went to talk to him and he was like, uh. You know, when I think of Henry Winkler now, I always think about, he does so many cartoon character voices now. Yeah, he, he does. does. The, he does the Puppy Clifford. He's he's like um, the bird, I think, in Puppy Clifford. 
yeah. Puppy, or Clifford's Puppy Days or whatever. Yeah. He's, he does really good cartoon I hear him on, I've heard him on other things too. I just can't think of him right now. But he does a lot of cartoon voices now. There must be money in that. I think there is. And, and um, a lot of uh, older stars are doing that now. I was just looking at John Cleese's um, IMDb because I was listening to his interview on um, The Nerdist. And um, it, like all, like the last 10 things are like voice only, voice only, voice only. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, it gets you money. And they have good voices, so why not? Right, and they're, and they're recognizable. Yeah, yeah, recognizable is what I was exactly. going to say. Like, yeah. you'll be listening to it and go, oh, I know who that is. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Very cool. Definitely. What have you been up to? Well, let's see. Tieran had two music performances, so that was exciting. He had his We Got the Beat music performance, which was, I had to go buy him new clothes for. Oh, um, yeah. Because <laughs> he had to have a dress shirt for it. Um, big, formal occasion, like the, the entire, it's like the the company that he does drumming with um, rents space from this massive church, one of those big, like, huge production churches, and they have, like, this massive choir, actually a couple of different choirs, kids' choirs, and um, I think they're all homeschoolers, too, or at least most of them, and because um, a lot of them meet only during the day, so. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so he was in a little, his little group was, like, six or seven guys, I guess, um, but... Uh, but he had to have, you know, they all had to dress really fancy. So I had to, he already had some pants he could wear, but I had to go buy a dress shirt. And um, the rest of the kids were all in tuxes. So I was like, <laughs> no jackets. But, but um, yeah, so that was really fun. It was exciting to see him up on that big stage and camera on him and still trying to get a hold of the video. But um, that was fun. And then he had a week and a half, I think, later, he had his performance for Kid Community, which is where he goes to music class. Another place, he, this one's like not just drumming, it's like singing and um, they do guitar and not just percussion. So, um, And he loves that one too, so that was really cute. He was like the biggest kid there. <laughs> this, this time around, they, this session, there wasn't very many older kids. It was mostly, Tieran was like the tallest. <laughs> when oh, wow. he stood on the stage, he was like huge compared to the rest of the kids. <laughs> Scarlett, one of the daughters of one of our friends, was there as well. And that was really fun to watch her too. But that was cute, so they did a little performance. And, and so that was fun. And then we met our neighborhood peacock, finally. I don't oh, know yeah. if I've mentioned our peacock on the show before. I think I have. I finally found out the story with the peacock. I um, uh, saw it walking down the street. So I was I went to go knock on the door that I thought owned the peacock. and Because uh, we hear it. Apparently we only hear it. I guess it's springtime when it's mating season. I think that's the only time that they make that sound because it doesn't happen all year long. And so I went knocking on the door and coincidentally happened to get the right door the first time. And the guy's like, I don't actually own it. It's a wild peacock. And it flew into my yard like eight years ago. And it just keeps coming back. And I'm like, (laughs) really? It's a wild peacock. Okay. So he feeds it cat food. Apparently really likes cat food. But he goes, uh, I go, well, it's walking down the street right now. He goes, well, you could try to catch it, but you're not going to be able to. It's wild, and <laughs> good, good luck to you, because he wasn't concerned. I'm like, oh, all right, okay, so I guess it's okay that it's out. I thought it had gotten out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so twice it was in my front yard, like right outside my window. I'm putting a putting a picture in the show notes, because it was my, I looked right outside my window, and it was like right there. <laughs> I was like, there's a peacock in our front yard. And so I texted my next door neighbor, who's who uh, has little ones, and I was like, the peacock, outside, in my yard. 
<laughs> so she comes out with her little ones, and we walk down the street after it, and we that's when we talked to the neighbor and found out about the peacock and stuff. So, so I've seen it a couple times since then, and once again, another time, it was right in front of my window again. <laughs> I was like, oh, hello there. So now I don't worry about it, because it's wild, and takes care of itself so but uh anyway that was exciting <laughs> i finally got the story on the peacock so, <laughs> and so apparently it's been missing it had disappeared for a few months and it had just come back again i go well it's back because <laughs> he goes i haven't seen it in like three months and i go it's right there <laughs> <laughs> so i guess it'll be there soon <laughs> so anyway uh let's see we've had lots of play dates with friends we've been doing park days we not in the last couple weeks because of christmas but um but before that we were doing park days with friends that was really fun especially since a couple of the friends are now um are no longer homeschooling and are now public schooling so we were able to get together with them for park days and that was fun and also having friends over here too that was fun we did a lot of that before christmas um but basically our holidays were pretty quiet here too for the most part christmas not so much uh thanksgiving was quieter than normal because it was just we just went to my parents house and nowhere else and normally we go to my sister-in-law's halfway through the day and eat another meal or actually we do pie over at her house but um this year she wasn't doing it she had a bunch of drama in her ha- family that year and she says she's not hosting so um guess we said that's probably good <laughs> you take a break so <laughs> so we only went to my parents house and we didn't have anybody else it was just the four of us and my parents and my brother-in-law my brother-in-law my brother and sister-in-law didn't come to thanksgiving so it was just us and it was kind of nice quiet i liked it that's and nice. then Christmas, uh, they didn't come again, so it was just us again for Christmas, but we did go over to my sister-in-law's um, afterwards, but it was actually not too bad, it wasn't too crazy, so normally, and there are there are times when there's so many people there in the year in the years past when she was married and had an, into a big family, oh my gosh, the Christmases were ginormous, so this was a much quieter Christmas, so, mm. and there were also family members that just weren't there there was a couple of family members that weren't there so they can't we got to see them later and one that never never did get to see so but um let's i didn't even other than taking my kids out to see some of those um some of the how the lights mm-hmm. making sure to hit the lights did the walking on christmas tree lane and and um there's a couple of houses in our town that have uh, the synced music where they where they do the have you have you seen some of those? Yeah, yeah. I think you posted a video of one of them, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah those they're are really cool. cool. Yeah, we have there are two of them. There was only two that I could find this year, and one of them was eh, but the other one was excellent. So we went to it twice, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they put a little radio station, and and you have to plug it, you know, turn into the, tune into the radio station, and the music is synced with the lights. It's very cool. So. That is really cool. Yeah, there's actually a website where you can find that out, and there's apps now too. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. But let's see, um, I got most of my shopping done ahead of time online, so that helped a lot. Yes. And uh, and Maven was up to her eyeballs in projects, making homemade projects, homemade gifts this year, as always. She does it pretty much every year. So I didn't, um, I just didn't stress over trying to do too much. And um, I had the kids write down at the beginning of the holidays the things that were important to them, uh, that they w- they wanted to make sure that we... Uh, the things that were most important to them to happen during the Christmas holiday season, and we hit just about all of them. I think we only missed, like, one or two. Um, And the ones that we missed, I don't think they really cared that much about. (laughs) So that was pretty cool. I wanted to make sure that we did the things that were important to them. And So that was cool, and Maven was literally every single day working on gifts. Every single... But she loves it, and I kept telling her, you know, don't stress and don't make it for everybody. Just do for the people that you want to. And she started, like, 
before Thanksgiving, actually. So she, she, I don't think she, she didn't seem as stressed this year um, because she spray, spaced it out enough so where it wasn't quite so bad. And so I just didn't take her, you know, I tried to not distract from that and just relaxed. And we even stopped our official stations pretty early because there was just too much going on with her trying to get all that stuff done. I didn't want to stress her out. And they were yeah. doing, we still watched lots of, we still watch shows like you know they're always watching educational shows and and i would tell tier and if he wanted to play on the computer he had to go watch an hour of nova or something you know so <laughs> trying to get some of the educational stuff in there somewhere and so it was fine and um let's see what else um oh and i was gonna say she did this is what she did for christmas she did a painting for my dad which was like a like a nine by twelve painting she did three little tiny canvases, little square canvases that are like, I don't know, three three or four inches square. Um, she did three of those for me. Um, she knit a scarf for my mom. She did that alcohol ink tile coasters. I, oh, I never posted pictures of those because um, cause I didn't want anybody to see them. <laughs> I'll have to post pictures of I think I posted them on the Homeschooling with Art group. Yes, you uh, did. Yeah, so did those for for her aunts, and she quilled a butterfly in a jar on a stick, and she quilled the stick. Well, she decorated the stick in a like a mason jar. It's like this really super fancy quilled, you know, this the curled paper. Yes. Um, butterfly. She made me a bead and wire tree that was like in a in a circle that I have hanging on my wall now. Um, she crocheted most of a hat for Adam. She ran out of time because it was actually ended up being a lot tighter than the pattern I called for. And it was taking her a lot longer to get because it's well, she got to where the, it should have been done. And it's like not small, not big enough for his head yet. <laughs> so she's like, I think I'm going to have to keep working on this. I'm like, just keep working on it. It's fine. And you can do it after Christmas. It's fine because she was stressing out. And then she made a bunch of peppermint chocolates. She like crushes up um, uh, candy canes and melts um chocolate and puts them in we have these molds these uh, ice molds with stars and hearts so and then and that wraps them in aluminum foil and gives them to puts them in a, one of those cute little tins those little cookie tins and uh gives them to her grandpa and he passes it around and everybody's oh my baby it's so good <laughs> <laughs> so so that's pretty cool she's very proud of herself she loves she loves doing that kind of stuff so so, let's see, um, and we got some new games for Christmas as well. We got Settlers of Catan and Ticket to Ride, and both, both of those games I've heard fabulous things about for so long that I've been wanting them for a really long time, so, um, but unfortunately, we haven't found the time to, <laughs> to play them yet. I don't know why. I think we keep forgetting. Um, I, gotta, I gotta make sure that we try one of them tomorrow because it's ridiculous that this many weeks have gone by and I still haven't <laughs> broken open the game. I've looked at them, <laughs> but yeah. I haven't learned how to play them yet. And the kids got a uh, got Terraria for um, Steam on Steam, and yeah. they play with um, their dad. He he bought the game specifically to play with them, so yeah. they're not allowed to play by themselves. It's a game that they share together because he doesn't want them advancing and getting too far ahead, and then it's not fun playing with dad because he's however many levels behind them because he had to work you know right so they're only allowed to play when daddy's home with daddy so um it's been a really big deal and it's been really cool because over the holidays we just let them play for hours and just have fun and um and then i got like tons of stuff done while the three of them were on the computer (laughs) i was like some of those like some of those days because he had like five day holidays both christmas week and new year's uh christmas because he took off he had a five day 
weekend on purpose because he took time off but the new year's it was because everybody got sick so (laughs) so he was uh staying home and um because he ended up getting a cold and the kids had the stomach flu and it was horrible so but um but then you know once they felt better they've been playing on the computer nonstop and it was awesome because it was like I didn't have a computer to be on. I could only be on my phone, but I like got so much stuff done around the house. I got everything put away for Christmas and <laughs> it was awesome. I loved it. That's cool. It was a bummer with everybody being sick though. We had colds around the time of uh, a Jack's birthday was when we had colds that were sweeping through the house and everybody got a cold and mine was hardcore coughing up a lung with asthma from it. That was miserable. Um, the cold themselves were pretty mild, but it was the, it's the asthma that kicks my butt. And then, uh, yeah, and then last week the kids got the stomach flu. Thank God, Adam and I managed to dodge a bullet on that. But yeah, ugh. that was horrible. So not fun. But uh, let's see what else. Um, I've actually not just from people being sick and playing on the computer, but I've actually been doing a lot of housework and reorganizing around here. Um, gotten a lot of stuff done so i actually feel pretty good about how things have been going lately i haven't just been sitting around so it feels really good to get i've been just like you i've been getting kind of reorganized and getting stuff taken care of around here more housework for me because i you know i do a lot of my purging and stuff in summer so yes not not as much reorganizing i have to do but um catching up on dishes and laundry and all that kind of stuff that always oh. gets behind at the holidays you know you just reminded me i gotta switch up my laundry oh <laughs> <laughs> And then during all this time, I started, I get on these binges of where I'm just obsessed with researching something. And I've got it in my mind, oh my God, Maven's going to be a high schooler next year. I need to start researching now. So I just have started hardcore researching about high school to find out what's going to be expected and what she's going to do and what are some options because I don't want to go the traditional route at all. So I've been posting and reading and researching and waiting for a response from our homeschool charter to find out what exactly it's going to mean. And yeah, so that's been taking up a lot of my time. And then, um, and then I also started realizing that I could totally be, I don't even know where I came up with this all of a sudden, but I just realized I should, first of all, I need to be taking my kids out to nature more because I've always meant to take them out somewhere wild, like regularly. And uh, I just never do. And then I realized I could take groups of kids out and take them on trails and, with, and then that, that would make me get out of the house because other people are <laughs> counting on me. And then my kids will be out in nature regularly, which is what I really, really want for them. So I've been, re- I pulled out all my outdoor, because for those who don't know, I used to teach at an outdoor uh, school in, an outdoor school in uh, Southern California, well, it's not really Southern California, I guess it's it's still in the Central Valley. Yeah. But um, in Springville, and it's, uh, and, and I, I took kids on trails and taught them about, nature and ecology and stuff and all kinds of hands-on science so if you're going to learn about the life cycle of a salamander you're going to go out and find a salamander and you're going to go look at it and and you're going to go netting in the creek when you want to learn about the different you know the insects with with the different stages you're going to go and you're going to net and you're going to find them in the creek and you're going to see the little dragonfly nymphs and stuff so it's very cool learning and uh i'm like why can't i just take kids up like go up to there's so much nature nearby (laughs) just do this so so i've been pulling out all of my old lesson plans and going through all that and seeing where i can go so if nothing else i'm just gonna like take people up and bring my you know if just charge enough so that i at the very least i want to charge enough so that i can afford gas (laughs) 
<laughs> right. But hopefully a little more. <laughs> but the, my main goal is get my kids up there, up into the foothills on a regular basis. So we'll see what happens with that because I'm really excited. And then I started researching about nature journaling again because I'm really into the whole Charlotte Mason nature journaling. Um, and Maven's already got a nature journal, but I'm going to get one for me so that I can do it as well. And then um, Tieran already has a book that he can use for that so we're gonna pull that out and see what we can do with it so see where it takes us i don't know exactly where it's gonna take us so we'll see fun yeah i'm very excited about it i'm dying now of course my biggest obstacle right now is that my car needs to be repaired before i can go up in the foothills <laughs> that's, that's always something isn't it <laughs> i don't even have a car anymore so be quiet uh well it's gonna get fixed though isn't it uh it doesn't look like it no oh that's not good yeah, it looks like it. It seems like it's going to be more to fix it than the car is worth. So, ooh, I might that's be selling my van for parts here pretty soon. Yuck, that's yeah. not good. Yeah, no, it sucks to go down to be a single car family, but ooh. we will survive somehow. <laughs> yeah, I'll add a car to my Amazon wish list. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I know what I forgot to mention in my updates. I have a Christmas present for you. For me? For you. I had yeah. all this time while I was uh, updating those stupid Windows updates when I had to wipe out my hard drive. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I crocheted a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very cool. So when I see you, I will have to bring you your Christmas present. Oh, very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. You're welcome. And now we'd like to give some time to our sponsors. This episode of the Savvy Homeschool Moms is brought to you by Moving Beyond the Page, the homeschool curriculum that I use for science, social studies, and language arts. I get to read great books, do creative projects and activities, and learn critical thinking skills. Learn more at www.movingbeyondthepage.com and use the coupon code SAVVYMOMS for free shipping on your next order. And by Math Mammoth. The math curriculum all the Savvy Homeschool kids are using. Math Mammoth offers affordable, high-quality, mastery-based work texts and workbooks for grades 1 through 7. Our moms love that it fosters independent learning, since the work texts are nearly self-teaching, requiring very little teacher preparation. Check out free samples and placement tests and learn more at mathmammoth.com. Click buy at Coggy and enter the code SAVVYMOMS to save 25% off your order. This episode also sponsored by Pandia Press, publishers of comprehensive science and history curriculum. We love the hands-on labs incorporated into Real Science Odyssey and the fun projects that we do with History Odyssey. Pandia Press offers a fantastic try before you buy on their website so you can see how the program works for yourself. Visit PandiaPress.com for more information. So now we are going to give you what you guys have been asking for, which is interviews with the Savvy Homeschool Kids. That mm -hmm. would be my son and daughter and Becky's daughter, because her son didn't want to do it, sadly. Ooh, maybe we can get him someday. Yeah, maybe next time. Maybe next time. So now here we have the Savvy Homeschool Kids. So um, we're going to interview Danny today in response to um, the general outcry for an interview with the Savvy Homeschool Kids. Um, <laughs> in addition to Danny, we'll be interviewing uh, Maven and Tiran. Jack has declined to be interviewed, unfortunately. Oh, but um, why don't we go ahead and get 
started. Danny, can you tell us your age and the grade you are currently in? Um, I am 12 years old, and I am in seventh grade, working my way up. All right. <laughs> and what is your favorite color? My favorite color constantly changes, but as far as I know, it's pink. Okay. <laughs> How about what's your favorite food? I bet I guess this. Sushi. Sushi. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that's what she was going to say. Strangely. Of course she did. <laughs> uh, and what about what's your favorite animal? Um, my favorite animal would be, I guess, cats. Different kinds of cats. The cat kingdom, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. So tell us some things that you're really good at. Um, I would say I'm good at art. I've been doing art for six years, and I would say I'm fairly good at it. I'm also good at reading. I can read pretty good. Um, and I'm not bad at poetry. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> awesome. And tell us some things that you're really into. Um, uh, as you probably know, I'm a very big gamer. <laughs> uh, I game, game, game all day. And, <laughs> well, I like drawing. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, you say you're into gaming. What, what games do you like to play? I mostly like to play Minecraft and uh, the new game that I found out, which is called Wizard 101. It's an <laughs> online multiplayer game. I haven't heard of that one. Um, it's like a giant server where you can play with thousands of different players that are wizards and you get to fly around on dragons and it's really fun. Oh, Maven would love that. Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's lots of other things than dragons and they they're like... I don't know that you can only ride them for a certain amount of time before they disappear and stuff. Ah, I see. Cool. And um, I also really like to play Terraria, which is a two <gasps> D game. Mm-hmm. Just My like kids Minecraft. Have been playing that like crazy lately. We <laughs> got it for <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> nice. Um. Oh, uh, I really like looming. Oh, cool! The, like the bracelets. Yes, I loom bracelets, and one time I loomed myself a candy corn necklace, which was very pretty. Very cool. So I have bunches of uh, <laughs> necklaces and bracelets everywhere. <laughs> cool, so tell us some things that make you laugh. Um, I really like funny uh, YouTube videos. <laughs> uh, they're really funny. And sometimes books such as the warrior cats series oh, was, was funny? hilarious <laughs> it was awesome and judy moody which is a uh series i have loved since the day i first read the first book it's amazing <laughs> i love it so much it's so hilariously awesome very cool <laughs> and so where do you like to do your schoolwork it depends on the day. Sometimes I like to do it in my bedroom if it's nice and sunny outside so I can open the windows. And then sometimes when it's difficult, I just do it um, at the table where mom can help me. And other times I just usually sit on the couch. Cool. Sounds like my kids do. <laughs> yep. Okay, so we have some listener questions. So this one is from Leilani, and she asks, what do you like about being a homeschooler? Wow. Well, there's so many things that I love about it. Uh, one of the most things is that you just have 
so much free time on your hands. <laughs> you you do schoolwork for about well, it depends as well on the family. Uh, for us, it takes about three to four hours on a on a bad day, and, <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest of the time I have stuff. I have time to do whatever the heck I want, like like art and and music and stuff, and and then you also you don't have to get up so early in the morning <laughs> and then. Get, <laughs> Uh, yeah, you don't get much beauty sleep in public school. <laughs> yeah, that's another cool thing. And I have more time to instead be with my friends instead of just learning things and getting in trouble for passing notes. <laughs> um, and I guess I spend, I spend more time with my family and friends than I do, than a public school person would do because... They get up in the morning, they go to school with their friends, but they only get, I don't know, five minutes to be with their friends until one class, and then, and then it's lunch, which you get, to, you have to eat in ten minutes, and then you have to go, and you leave, and you go home, and your mom and dad are probably at work. Mm-hmm. So I get more time with my mother and father uh, than I do probably anyone else. Yeah, we should mention that Danielle has never been in public school, so, so you have, but you do have public school friends, huh? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's so her her time estimates me. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, my answers may vary. Her interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> and Leilani also wants to know what do you not like about homeschooling? Um. Dun dun dun! Watch out, you <gasps> dear. <laughs> no, be honest. What I'd have to say is, in public school, I guess there would be more more people than in homeschool because you're at home and you're doing whatever the heck. And I mean, you can go out and play with your friends, but I guess you get to see your friends five days or five or six. Or five, yeah. Five. <laughs> I meant four. I keep saying five or six. It's five. Four days of the week. Five. Um, <laughs> In public school, you get to see your friends five days a week. I get to see my friends whenever we go out, which isn't too often, but uh, more often than I guess public schooler would. Um, And there's also the enrichment classes, which I get to see my friends as well, which on the downside, there's only 10 minutes in between the little classes. And then there's after school, but we mostly have to go home because he has to go to work. Um, but other than that, I absolutely love it. Now, Tiffany is the mom of one of your friends that you carpool with, huh? Yeah. You take, take, um, Saren home? Yes. Yes. Making sure people know who Tiffany is. (laughs) Stacey's daughter wanted to ask, what are your favorite and least favorite subjects and why? My favorite subject would have to be science. I am a super scientist fan. I love science so much. Uh, my least favorite I guess would have to be social studies. Social studies? Sure. Okay. I don't want to save math because everyone hates math. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I was wondering why that didn't come up first. <laughs> yeah, right? Okay, and, and why is science your favorite in Let's just go with math. It's okay. You can say math is your least favorite subject. Okay. I hate math. 
Um, I love science because you get to learn different things about different subjects. My favorite would have to be about plants and learning the different things about the stems and the petals and the way they um, they make new flowers. What is that mm. called again? Reproduction. <laughs> Reproduction. And... Um, I don't know. I just love it so much. Math, at least, like, because it's just really not that fun. <laughs> what do you like to do when the, when school is done for the day? It also depends on the, the day. Um, I usually like to go off and draw. And then again, I also like to go off and play video games. And then... Um, Sometimes I just lay in my bed and listen to music, and other times I go and play with my cat. So, let's see. Allison wonders, what's the best field trip you've ever gone on and why? My favorite field trip would have to be the underground gardens. Um, I love how the beautiful trees just went up into these cute little holes, and then they look like bushes on the top. Mm-hmm. And yep. most of them were blossoming and uh, had fruit on them. And there's even this one tree that he took branches from other trees and put it on it, on it. So it was an orange, lemon, and I can't remember the other fruit. But it was a three-fruit tree, which I thought was amazing. Yeah. If I had a tree like that, I would... That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and I love the decorations. And this was his house. He actually lived underground. Not like a mole person, but like a person person living underground. It was amazing. Actually, I think they actually called him the Mole Man of Fresno. If you Google, Aww, I think, I think that's he sad. actually called the Mole Man. I don't think he minded. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's dead, you know. <laughs> we should mention um, that Underground Gardens are a local, uh, oh, yeah. a local attraction that we'll put a note in, in the show notes about it. A link in the yeah. show notes about it. Yes, we will. They're very Fun cool. place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, Bethany wants to know, how do you find good books? Um, usually, I randomly pick up a book by the look of its cover. I am a very picky reader. Um, so, you just find them on the shelf? Yep. Or Mommy puts books on your Kindle for you. I there think you go. like this one. <laughs> yeah, we do a lot of that, too. <laughs> yeah. What is your favorite book and why? My favorite book would have to be Numbering the Stars... It's about this girl who has to save her friend that's Jewish um, from the Nazis that have come to take the Jewish and, you know. And they go out to the uncle's house and then they have to have the, have the Jewish people on the boat and they have to sail them to Sweden, which is, it's a really exciting book and I love it so much. Awesome. That's a book by Lois Lowry, if anyone's interested, and I'll make sure that gets in the show notes, because that's one of my favorite books, too, actually. Lois Lowry is one of my favorite authors, so it makes me so happy that she likes that book. <laughs> really good that book. Awesome. Kathy wanted us to ask, uh, how do you feel about your public school friends? Um, my public school friends, well, most of them turned and went to homeschool, such as my, <laughs> such as the friend that we carpool. Mm-hmm. And um, so I really don't have any more public school friends. But when they were public schooled, it was quite hard to get in touch with them. Um, 
and they were constantly at school and church and stuff. So it was quite difficult, except for the summers, mm -hmm. which it was hot and not that great. Yeah. But other than that, um, it was perfectly fine, like having a normal friend, which yeah. it is. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Kathy also wanted us to ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up? Um, well, there are different options for me uh, because of some of the talents that I have. But mm -hmm. one of the things I wanted to be when I was little was a fashion designer. I was really into fashion and clothes. Um, but as I got older, I kind of let go of that and started leaning towards something that would be more useful in the world, like an architect and oh, cool. something like that. You're going to uh, have to have a lot of math for that. <laughs> don't, don't tell her that. <laughs> quiet. <laughs> My mom. She'll, she'll figure it out. <laughs> exactly. Let her figure it out on her own. <laughs> well, too late. Uh, yeah. That's okay. Oh, she might end I'll up still build it. you your house on the beach. Thank you. <laughs> so I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Yes, no problem. Thank you. <laughs> and um, thank you so much for letting us ask you these silly questions and um, I guess um, I'll talk to you in a minute when we go to dinner <laughs> yeah, alright right. so I think that's all the questions we have for you alright bye 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 so now we have my son Tiran Tiran why don't you let us know your age and what grade you are in currently I'm nine and I'm grade five. No. Oh, four. Four. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> we use it so rarely, huh? You never really know what, what grade yeah. you are, really. Okay, so tell us, what's your favorite color? My favorite color is gold. Oh, it's gold now. Yeah. Cool. Liar. <laughs> okay. Liar. We're getting help from your father. Dad. <laughs> okay. Go away. And what is your favorite food? My favorite food is pizza. Oh, really? Yeah. You had for lunch today, too, huh? Yeah. All right, let's see. What about your favorite animal? My favorite animal is a lion. Really? Yeah. Cool. Why do you like lions? I just like them because they're really cool. Really cool? Yeah, I don't really have a reason. Oh, okay. So tell us some things that you're really good at. Um, I'm really good at playing drums. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a good soccer player. Oh, yeah? Cool. And I can't really think of anything else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Tell us some other things that you're really into. Um, well, I like video games. Like what games? Like Terraria. Yeah, Daniel yeah. said that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Um, I like Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Minecraft is really cool. I love it. Yeah, you do. I also like Animal Jam. Uh-huh. And I don't know. It's just I just like a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Are there any other things besides games that you're into? Um, well I do like my new race car that I got for Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's called a Morphibian. Oh right. That's really cool, huh? It's like yeah. what's it shape like? It's ma it kind of looks like a um an orca. It does. It's pretty yeah. cool. It's supposed to be able to go underwater too, but we haven't tested that yet, huh? Yeah. Mhm. Mm what else are you into? What do you play with all the time? 
Um, well, I, d- I like playing with Legos. There you go. I knew that had to be in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, tell me some things that make you laugh. Um, my dad making f- funny jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he'd be top of your list. Yeah. Anything else? Um, well, I, for some reason, I just laugh when he just stares at me blankly. <laughs> um, let's see. Where do you like to do your schoolwork? Well, I like doing it in the big room or maybe in the art area. Yeah, where in the in the big room do you like to do it? Um, like on the couch. Couch, right. Um, our big room, I should say, is a, a garage conversion. It's a, uh, yeah. It's turned into a, like a family room with an office in it, so. Like a living room, kind of. Yeah, kind of like a living room. And then the art area is in there, too, with the table. Yeah. Big old table, huh? Yep. Let's see. So uh, we have some listeners that wanted us to ask you guys some questions. So Leilani asks, what do you like about being a homeschooler? Well, I like that I'm not away from home all day. Mm-hmm. And I like that there could there's, like, nicer teachers at ERCLC. Mm-hmm. That's our homeschool charter that we go to for enrichment yeah. classes. Mm-hmm. And I like that there aren't, like, math classes there and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like and I like homeschooling because you, you also get more time with your family. That's true. Definitely true. Hmm. Anything else? No. What do you not like about homeschooling? Um, I still have to do homework. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What kind of work do you not like to do? Math. Yeah. And maybe maybe sometimes reading. Yeah, you don't like reading? Not that much. Well, you don't like reading specific things, or you don't like reading Well, yeah. Well, I, w- I do like reading the Wandla books. Mm-hmm, so for fun, you like reading for fun. Yeah, but I don't want to have to read something. Yeah. Okay, so Daisy's daughter wanted, to ask, wanted us to ask you, what are your favorite and least favorite subjects and why? And so you already mentioned one of your least favorite subjects is math. And when you have to read things that you don't want to read, so what? It, tell us, tell us first what your favorite subjects are. Um, my favorite subjects are, um, well, when we when we create stuff, mm-hmm. and when we play a board game. Yeah, you're referring to our stations. Those that, yep. those are like subjects now for us, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Do you like any kind of specific topics? Like when when a lot of people think of subjects, they think of like history and science and math. Yeah, and I art. like science. You like science. And art. What do you like about science? Well, I like chemistry and stuff. Do you? And I, yeah, I'm right now I'm growing a crystal. That's um, right. Yeah, I'm growing a crystal with a cool set, and I put all this stuff together, and I'm going to make a dark, um, pur- a dark purple crystal. That's right. You got that for Christmas, didn't you? Yeah. Very cool. What do you like about art? I like art because it's just so beautiful. Yeah? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. And like graffiti. <laughs> well, some graffiti can be beautiful. Oh, well, yeah. Sometimes. Most of the time it isn't. Yeah. Around here in Fresno, it's usually not. You're right. Yeah. Let's see. What else? Okay, so those are your favorite subjects. Science and art. And, um, and you said you also like to create and to... Um, play you, oh, play, play the place yeah. too. You like playing board games and card mm-hmm. games. So, what are your least favorite subjects besides math and reading things you don't like to read? 
Anything else? Um, That's pretty much it. Hmm. I don't think there's anything else. Okay. So what do you like to do when your schoolwork is done for the day? When you're when all of your responsibilities are done, what do you like to do? Well, I usually kind of like... To, well, sometimes I do my chores and do stuff to earn time to play on the computer. That's right. To play video games on the computer. Mm-hmm. So you like to play games. What else do you like to do when you don't have anything you have to do? Um, sometimes I just like to sit down and read a book. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Or maybe watch my dad play a video game. Yeah, that's fun, too. You sometimes guys are, that's fun. Yeah, you guys are really into watching Daddy play sometimes, too, huh? Yeah. Only Only kid-friendly games, though, huh? Yeah, like, he plays some games where they are violent, but he just... But he only lets us watch it. He says that he's going to leave, but he's only going to work in town and stuff where there's nothing to fight. Right. He doesn't do any of the scary, violent stuff when you guys are watching, huh? Yeah. Okay, let's see. Uh, so Allison wonders what's the best field trip that you've ever gone on and why. Um, I think, well, I don't know. Um, well, tell me some that you liked. I do like... Um, the Renaissance Fair one. Oh, we went to... Th- which one? We went to quite a few, huh? <laughs> yeah. Or do you like all um, of them? The one that we usually go to. Not the one where... Um, where Sol and Belly... Well, where Sol and Mom Belly danced. Oh, yeah, that was the Hanford one. So are you thinking the one that had the jousting with the horses? Yeah. That's the Kearney Renaissance Fair, yeah. The Kearney that's, Renaissance Fair. That's a good one. We've been to that more than once, huh? Yeah, yeah I, I like that one more. You dressed as a as, as a Viking in your costume. Your yeah, but then costume. I took it off because it was too hot. It was too hot, but you looked awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so why do you like that as your as one of your favorite field trips? Well, I really like it because I could. Well, you can first of all, you give us money sometimes, so we can <laughs> hopefully buy something. Yeah. I like that, and I got a shield at the at the first one that we went to. Yeah, at Hanford, you got a shield. Yeah, the Hanford, I got a shield. was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, I don't know what, I don't know other things why. I just really like it. You just like it. It's a lot to see and do, huh? Yeah. At a Renaissance Fair. Okay, let's see. What else? Oh, uh, Bethany wants to know, how do you find good books? Um, well, I I just go to the library and you look at books and then I find one that in, that's in, that looks interesting or cool and then I just look at it and I read the intro or whatever and I decide if I want to read it. Mm-hmm. And, if, and then if I read it and if it was good, then I'll keep reading the series, but if it wasn't good, then I won't. Mhm. So it's the it's the cover that kind of draws you in. Yeah. Looking at the artwork on the cover. Yeah. That's works. That's how it works for me too. Let's see. What's your favorite book? Um, I think it's probably Rowan of Rin. Mm-hmm. The Rowan of Rin series. Why is why are those your favorite books? Well, I think they're just a really good series. What are they about? It's about a boy named Rowan and he lives in a city town Rin, called Rin. Mhm. Well, town. And um and he the first book, it's called just Rowan of Rin, mm-hmm. and it's where they have this big mountain, 
and he had, and he and a bunch of other people have to go up to the mountain and battle a dragon in order to make in order to make water from a stream flow again because oh. their only water source. Oh, well, that sounds interesting. And otherwise, they would just drown, like not drown, um, suffocate from thirst or whatever. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> they would, like, get dehydrated. Yeah, get dehydrated and die. Yeah, you can't live without water, huh? <laughs> right. Because, like, oh. like, half of your body is water. Oh, yeah. So you need that water. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see. Um, Kathy wants us to ask you, um, what do you think of the new station system? I like it. It's pretty cool. Yeah? What do you like about it? Well, I like that it's not just work. That there's also create that you can also create and play. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you like about it? Um. No, not really. Okay. Well, I also like sometimes that you can read. Uh huh. But I don't. I don't not want to read all the time. Right. Sure. Of course not. All right. Let's see. Um. How do you feel about your public school friends? Um, I'm trying to think if you have any public school friends right now, do you? No, like the only one I have is Diego. Oh, that's right, our next door neighbor. And I never play with him anymore. Yeah, he doesn't come over anymore, huh? But do you think it's different being friends with the public school kids than it is with Yeah, the because you can't play with him all the time, and it's annoying. Yeah, because how many times have you asked me in the middle of the day, can I go ask if Diego can come play? And yeah. what do I say? You say that he's still at school. I know. Because <laughs> you always forget that. Huh? Yeah. It's easy to forget when you're not living that life, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, and Kathy also wants us to ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up? Um, I think I might want to be a paleontologist or like a robotics inventor. Whoa. Inventor. Pretty cool. I don't think I've heard you talk much about that. I think you have mentioned paleontology before. but Or maybe an astronaut. Ooh. That'd be cool, too. Yeah. All right. I think that pretty much wraps it up. Thank you very much for joining me today. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. So now we have my daughter, Maven. So, Maven, tell us your age and your grade. Um, I'm 14, and what grade am I in? <laughs> You don't remember, really? No. Eighth. Eighth? You're in eighth grade. Eighth grade. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) Okay. So, what's your favorite color? Purple. Of course. And what's your favorite food? Ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't be surprised. What's your favorite animal? Dragon. Of course. So, tell us some things that you're really good at. Um, art stuff. I like doing art. <laughs> like what? Um, drawing and, I don't know, knitting and lots of stuff. What else? Keep going. <laughs> uh, you got drawing and knitting. You do a heck of a lot more than that. There you go. Sewing and... Sewing and... I've done some painting recently. Mm-hmm. Um... Crochet. Mm-hmm. And... Hmm. Think of those Christmas gifts you made. I don't know. I can't think of anything else <laughs> <in> a second. <laughs> it's okay. The list goes on oh, and on like and on. Oh, like sculpting with clay and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And quilling. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, you got lots and lots of uh, artsy fartsy stuff in you. <laughs> okay, let's see. So, tell us some other things that you're really into. Um, hmm. Like things that you really like, things that you obsess on, things that you don't stop talking about all day long. <laughs> Doctor Who. <laughs> That was leading. I was leading the witness. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. Minecraft, I guess. I like Minecraft, too. Yes, I was going to say those would be the two top ones. <laughs> Anything else you're really into? Um, I don't know. Just video games, I guess. I like video games. Playing games. What games yeah. do you like to play? Uh, Spore and Minecraft and Terraria right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, trying to think of some others. I can't think of any others right now. You play Animal Jam still? Oh yeah, sometimes. Okay. Uh, tell us some things that make you laugh. <laughs> My dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have some listeners that sent in some questions to ask you guys. So Leilani asks us to ask you, what do you like about being a homeschooler? Um. I don't know. I like that I have a lot of free time mm-hmm. and time to do art projects and stuff and that I kind of get to choose um when I want to do stuff and I don't know. Okay. So what do you not like about homeschooling? Uh I guess doing math and <laughs> stuff, things that I like topics that I don't like doing. Uh-huh. Are the things that I don't like about homeschooling? Mm-hmm. Anything else? Uh, not that I can think of. Okay. Um, Daisy's daughter wanted us to ask you what are your favorite and least favorite subjects and why? Uh, my favorite subject would be, I guess, uh, like science because we can watch Nature and Nova and stuff, and those are really cool documentary documentaries. Mm-hmm. And I really like watching Nature and Nova. Mm-hmm. And what's your least favorite? Math. <laughs> Everybody's. <laughs> and probably writing, too. Yeah. Seems to be the case for you. Um, okay, so why, are ma- why do you not like math and writing? Because math takes forever and it's annoying. <laughs> okay. And what about, what about writing? Why do you not like writing? I don't know. I just don't like writing. Okay. What do you like to do when all your schoolwork is done for the day, when all your responsibilities are done for the day? Uh, play on the computer or do more art projects. <laughs> yeah, now that Christmas is over, you can uh, just go back to doing your own art projects again, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Allison wanted us to ask, what's your, what is the best field trip that you've ever gone on and why? Uh, I think the trip to Crystal Caves, mm. and that was really, really cool, because I've never been in a cave before, and I really like it. It was really cool. That was awesome. And we've done that twice now, huh? Yeah. It was very cool. What was cool inside the caves? Um, I don't know, just that it was, it was really, really cold, and I didn't <laughs> realize how cold caves would be. Yeah, we went in the middle of summer. And it was really huh? cool. Yeah. We went during hot weather. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, like, freezing. Uh Uh-huh. It was. It's pretty cool. Uh, Let's see. Bethany wants to know, how do you find good books? Um, 
I guess I look for books that have, like, cool pictures or interesting titles mm-hmm. um, or, like, interesting topics like Girls with Dragons and, <laughs> like, science fiction stuff I really like. Mm-hmm. And then also, like, books from the point of view of animals like Warrior Cats and Guardians of Gahul and um, Wolves of the Beyond, which is in the same world as Guardians of Gahul. Mm-hmm. And um, the Poppy series, which oh, are yeah. owls and wolves and cats and mice, Very and cool. those are all really cool. Nice. So, what's your favorite book? Um, I don't know. I don't know if I have a favorite book specifically. Mm-hmm. So, what are some of your favorite books? Mm. Something you like the best. Uh, I really like. The books Witch and Wizard, the, oh. that whole series is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, I can't... Oh, Dragon Slippers, that series is really cool, too. Mm-hmm. It's about um, this girl um, who's poor, and she's like... It's like medieval times, like a lot of dragon books. Um, and she's um, she ends up meeting a dragon, and it turns out he's actually, like, the king of dragons, but she ends up befriending him, and it's just really cool. And she does a lot of embroidery and stuff, and it's really neat, because when I read it, it makes me want to do more embroidery. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Okay, so Bethany also wants to know, Maven, why so many dragons? Because <laughs> dragons are really, really cool. <laughs> What's so cool about them? That they're really big and majestic and amazing and they're just cool and I really really like them. Mm. Is part of it because they're fantasy? I don't know. Like not real? Maybe. (laughs) It's fun to imagine. Mm -hmm. Cool. Kathy wants us to ask what do you think of the new station system? Um, I like it. It's cool. What do you like about Um, it? I like that that I get to choose a lot more what I do, um, and it's neat. Cool. What are your favorite stations? Mm, create and I don't know. <laughs> I, need I can't think right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, let's see. Kathy also wants us to ask you: How do you feel about your public school friends? I have one two I think but I knew them before they went to public school so I don't know I they're just kind of I don't know hasn't really changed anything between you not really not that much yeah except for maybe the time the time that's available yeah okay yeah I don't I'm trying to think Tieran could only think of Diego for him yeah I think if you have I don't think you have any friends that were always public schooled. No. Because all of your friends either started out homeschooling and then went to public school or started out public and now are homeschooling. So they all have that <laughs> yeah. homeschool tie to you. So Except for maybe cousins, but we don't hang out with the cousins yeah. that much. So. Okay, so what do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, some kind of an artist, like an art-related job, mm-hmm. I guess. No doubt there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, last question. If you were talking to a kid that was going to start homeschooling, so let's say that they were public schooling and now they're going to start homeschooling and they're a little unsure about it, what would you tell them to, to help, help them to feel a little better about it? Um, 
I would tell them that it's really fun and that, I don't know, like, you have a lot more time to do stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I guess that it's just fun and that I like it. <laughs> Try it. You'll like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome, Maven. Thank you very, very mm-hmm. much. And I will see you soon. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> So we hope you liked our interviews with our children, and uh, we're thinking we'll probably try to do something like this again. We're even thinking that maybe we'd like to interview some of your kids. So if you have kids that would like to possibly be interviewed, or if that that you're okay with them being interviewed, of course, (laughs) (laughs) Um, go ahead and drop us a line. You can leave a comment on, uh, what is this, episode 50. So that would be SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com forward slash 50. Yes. And uh, let us know if your kids would like to be interviewed, because uh, I don't know if we're going to use the exact same questions. We might. We might use it, but we're, we're going to have to regroup and decide if we like the questions or not um, later. And uh, I'm sure it'll evolve over time. So, But we were thinking this would be really fun to interview your kids as well, not just ours. Exactly. So, Becky, what have you guys been reading? Oh, my God. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. She, she says tongue in cheek. <laughs> no, seriously, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Not a dang dang thing. <laughs> it's um, I've been terrible about reading. I um, bizarre. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's really not like me, but um. I just, I could not get into a new book. I started to listen to, um, what is it, Half Past Sunset by Stephen King. But even, I mean, I love Stephen King. I think Stephen King writes some of the best stuff ever, and I've read that book before, and even then, oh, Just After Sunset is what it's called. I couldn't get into it. I just could not devote enough brain cells to it. However... Oh, the seasons will do that to you. Yeah, exactly. Um, however, I have been listening to some great podcasts. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take my moment of books of the week, and I'm going to share some podcasts with there you. There you go. Because sometimes you don't have enough brain cells for an entire book. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. So um, earlier I mentioned the Nerdist podcast. Um, the way I found is the best to listen to that is to go through his old episodes and find people that are interesting to you and listen to those. Because I can swear to you, I, I have listened to probably 15 episodes and not a single one has not been interesting. Oh, wow. I mean, every single one, he, he gets them to talk about something that's interesting and something that's just, it's better than you would get on, you know. Is, is E still a thing? I don't even know if it's still a channel or not. But, you know, something you would get better than on, you know, a morning breakfast show. There, nice. He really gets in-depth with people. It's really awesome. Also, another great podcast, which I'm pretty sure probably a lot of you have heard of, is Welcome to Night Vale. Sounds familiar. Yes. Welcome to Night Vale is the community broadcast radio station from the imaginary town of Night Vale, where uh-huh. all sorts of really, really interesting things happen. Huh. So for those of you who know Welcome to Night Vale, all hail the glow cloud. And for those of you who don't, you might want to give it a try. I would start with episode one. I will warn you, it can be scary. There are parts of it that are, I mean, there's been a couple episodes. I usually listen to it when I'm going to sleep. And there's been a couple episodes <laughs> that I was kind of like, I don't want to open my eyes now because I'm afraid. <laughs> and that takes a lot for me because I really yeah. have a high, uh, what is it? I have a t- high tolerance Tolerant. for scary yeah. things. <laughs> Um, I think it's because it's very close and in my ears, you know, I think that's why. Um, But it's 
amazing and it's it's the newest freshest thing i mean everyone's talking about cereal you know but really i like welcome to night veil better because bad things happen but it's not real Mm, right um it has great music um and it's just a fascinating uh podcast so welcome to night veil and now there's one more that i'm going to mention um i found it to help with my insomnia because i have horrible insomnia And it's called Sleep With Me. Now, I do want to give you a warning right now before you go Google it, is all of them are marked explicit by iTunes. I'm not sure why this is. I I have never listened to an entire episode, which is a good thing when you're listening to a podcast for insomnia. Um, (laughs) Yeah, because I fall asleep in the middle of it. And everything I've heard has been PG. But maybe towards the end, he gets more, I don't know. But the whole point of it is, it's just a guy talking. I mean, like, sometimes he reviews episodes of Games of Game of Thrones, but he does it in such a monotone sort of way, and, like, he doesn't ever get excited about anything, and everything is very monotone. <laughs> Jim Wise! Yeah, exactly. It's very much <laughs> like Jim Wise. Um and the guy who does it is really nice. I was emailing back and forth with him for a while, and he's a nice guy. And and it's just really kind of a cool little podcast to help awesome. with insomnia. Yeah. So uh, sleep with me. Give it a try. Uh, if you find something that is not PG, my apologies. I did try to warn you. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Tina, as you're looking at your big, long list of books and being jealous? <laughs> <laughs> well, my children haven't been reading as much, but... Um, but yeah, surprisingly, I've actually been reading lately. <laughs> well, listening. I don't actually usually read the books. I usually listen to them, but same difference. Um, let's see. Together, we finished Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Mm-hmm. And um, we also read Three Cups of Tea, the Young Reader's Edition by Greg Mortensen, um, which, oh my gosh, great book. I, I don't know if you've read about the controversy over this guy, the author, Greg um, Mortensen, Three Cups I of have, Tea. I have not. Okay, there's a whole controversy over him because supposedly he lied a lot. The story is not entirely true. But it is true that he has built schools and he has done a lot of good things over there. And even if the entire thing was fiction, the things that my kids and I got out of it were amazing because this is a guy who built schools in um, Central Asia. Is it Central Asia? He built uh, in the Middle East kind of. Oh, Pakistan, that's right. What is that? Is that Central Asia? Is that considered? I don't know. Uh. No, I think that's... That is Middle East, huh? That's the Middle East, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Pakistan, Afghanistan. I don't know if he actually built schools there, but he was... Yeah, I think he was trying to. Anyway, he's built all kinds of schools for children over there and um, <clears throat> talks about all kinds of, you know, all the stuff that he had to go through to be able to make this happen. And um, and my kids got so much... My kids and I definitely got so much out of it because it's like you're trying to educate your kids and it's hard to explain why this is important. And then you read a book about children in third world countries who don't have running water, who have dirt floors, and who spend their entire lives, you know, living in these huts. And the girls don't have a future. Their whole life is become a mom and have babies and take care of your house. That's pretty much it. But education, like, makes all the difference to them, and the whole book is about what a difference the world would be, you know, how different the world would be if everybody got a good education, Mm -hmm. and and that these girls, they have a future when they get an education, and it opens up their world, and 
you know, it opens all of their worlds up to them so that they can actually, um, you know, they have a lot more, a lot more possibilities and potential in their lives. And so it was like, hello, this is why you need to like get an education. It's important. Right. <laughs> you know? See these people who can't get an education are working hard to try and get one. And so, yeah, it's, it was, it was really a deep read as far as like what we got out of it. I, I really thought that it was, I mean, I could sit here and tell my kids over and over again how important it is to get an education, but read them this story. And I mean, it makes it, even to my nine-year-old seemed to kind of understand what, where it was coming from. So yeah. it was, it was, it was pretty good. Uh, very good. I should say it was pretty intense. So um, let's see. Then we read Dear Dr. Bell, Your Friend Helen Keller. Did you know that Alexander Graham Bell and Helen Keller were like best friends? I did know that, actually. Uh, I had no idea. I, didn't I think I read that in a book about Helen Keller, though. Yeah, it's possible. So I had no idea. This is a book I got from the library. I just saw it on the shelf, I think. And, uh, oh, fascinating book. Quick little read, little tiny short book. Um, it's by Judith St. George. Highly recommend it. Really good read. Um, excellent for and there there's some of our education during december was reading some of these books at bedtime <laughs> that was some of our learning um so we read that and then we read um uh actually then we after we read that that's when we read the harry potter and then now we're reading king george what was his problem everything <laughs> your everything your school books didn't tell you about the american revolution that's by steve Scheinkin. yeah it's it's funny. It's actually really funny. It's a hist history book in a, like a, well, not, it's not entirely like a comedic format. It's actually, you know, you're learning, but it's in such a format that it's actually really um, enjoyable and the kids are really enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. It's, it's fun reading about all these, the, some of the little side notes and stuff that this guy makes is fascinating. So, and funny. So, uh, but we're about, I don't know, not even halfway through that. So I'll let you know how it goes when we finish it. And Maven uh, started working her way through the Wolves of the Beyond books again. Um, so she has read one, two, three, and is working on four. And I believe it goes up till six. So she's just working her way through that, that series. That's by Catherine Lasky, who's the same woman who wrote the uh, Owls, the Guardians of Gahul. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, the Owl book. <laughs> Guardians of Gahul. She wrote those as well. Um, so she's working her way through that. And Tiran. Not really doing a lot of reading, but he did pick up A Hero for Wandala again by Tony D. Terlitzi, and I'm hoping he'll actually finish it this time. <laughs> like, he says it's really good, he just keeps getting distracted, so we'll see how that goes. Now, me, I actually have been reading <laughs> a lot. I can't believe it when I look at this list. I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, so I've been listening to books, and I actually did read, because I have, a, when I got into this whole nature thing again, I realized I had some books on my shelf that I never read, so... Sharing Nature with Children by Joseph Cornell, and it used the book that I have, the version that I have, it's called Sharing, the second book is called Sharing the Joy of Nature, but I, when I looked on Amazon to get the links, it said Sharing Nature with Children 2, so apparently that actually makes a lot more sense. <laughs> the sequel is actually now called 2, so, <laughs> but um, excellent books, they're um, books that I got back when I was teaching um, at SciCon Outdoor School, and uh it's really good. Uh, talks about how important it is to share nature with kids, and then it has all kinds of activities. So, as a parent, you could actually get some activity ideas out of this too. It is it is written more for educators, but there's a lot of stuff in there you could totally do with your kids. So, highly recommend both of these books. They have I, the first book I actually didn't get as much out of. Um, 
like the content wasn't as good, I don't think, but the, it still had some pretty decent activities. I think there were like 42 activities, and I wrote, I was taking notes on the ones that I would actually do um, that were doable for my purposes, and that I would actually that actually sounded interesting. And I think I only got like 15. Um, but and some of them I've actually done, actually several of them I've actually done many times. Um, but uh, the second one went into more details, and it was I think the second one is actually better. <laughs> Didn't have as many activities. But um, the content he goes through, he's got a whole um, process of how to teach nature to kids. Like you awaken, uh, I can't remember the name, I should have grabbed the books to read that. He's got like a step-by-step process, like a four-step process where you um, you do the, you know, you get them excited by playing a game first, um, awaken their enthusiasm for nature kind of thing. And then you have them like um, have some quiet time to really reflect on things. Anyway, I can't. I'm not good at saying it from memory because <laughs> my memory is horrible. I have it all written down in my notebook. Of course you do. <laughs> but um, but anyway, I highly recommend it. They've got some. Uh, there's a whole process that he talks about that makes so much sense. And actually, I'm thinking, how come I didn't know this when I was doing trails? Because I don't think we followed that process when I was being taught how to do lesson plans for trails. I'm like, this is really good stuff. I could have used this. <laughs> I didn't read it back then. I had the access to the book and I only looked at it for the, actually, no, I only looked at the first book, not the second book. The second book's the one that has the whole process in it, which mm-hmm. was written a couple decades later, I think. So, or at least a decade later. Anyway, so that, those were really, really good. And um, actually sat down and read them with my eyes. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> I didn't have, they don't have audiobooks for those. <laughs> So there were quick reads, though. Um, and then I, audiobook, I listened to the audiobook for All Joy and No Fun, The Paradox of Modern Parenthood. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where I got this. I think I got it at the library and stumbled across it or something, and I'm not even sure. And I wasn't sure I was going to even like it. It didn't even sound, it sounded interesting, but I was like, meh, I'll listen to it. It was really good. And uh, it, lots and lots and lots of research, parenting research, um, and talking about all kinds of information regarding different thing and but it but it's not a parenting how-to book it's a it's it's talking it's kind of like philosophizing over parenthood and how it's evolved over time and stuff and it was pretty interesting i I really really liked it so that's by jennifer senior and then i listened to after reading those more in-depth hardcore not hardcore but like more thought-provoking thinking books mm-hmm. <laughs> i had to get a fluffy book so i read the undomestic goddess by sophie kinsella which was really cute it wasn't like a work of like fabulous literature but it was cute it was really good so <laughs> it was really fun so that was a good fiction book not not a kid's book <laughs> there's some language in it and, and adult themes so just so you know it's a mommy book <laughs> not Much a mommy only. but a adult mom or woman book there you go something like that i don't want to say adult because it's not like that (laughs) (laughs) shades of domestic (laughs) so okay anyway good book and then i just finished today i finished listening to happy chaos from punky to parenting and my perfectly imperfect adventures in between by soli moon fry love soli moon fry did not particularly love her book (laughs) she um if she had just done the reminiscing on her childhood and all the stars that she grew up with, like all the celebrity kids that she grew up with, I would have loved it. And I ate that part up, but she, she gave the whole idea of the book was to give parenting advice. At the time she wrote this book, she had a two year old and a five year old. I don't really think she's in a position to be giving parenting advice at the, 
or at least not writing a book about it. So she's like, and everything's la 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 la, happy Punky. <laughs> you know, she's very much like her character. She even talked about that. She's very much like Punky. So everything's all happy and hippie and stuff. And okay, whatever, to each his own. But um, and I'm I'm all for I'm all for the whole happy yippy dippy hippie lifestyle. I love it, but um. She just didn't seem to get it. I mean, this girl grew up with money. <laughs> She's yeah. been a millionaire probably since she was a child. She was in her first movie when she was five. So, and she grew up in Hollywood. She had Michael Jackson was the baby was her babysitter once. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I know that was kind of a creepy story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why would you tell people that? I know. I know. She was like, but he was so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, and you know, I mean. Driving around with Ricky Schroeder and and the cast of of, of Silver Spoons and um, like just all these stars that she grew up with, fascinating stuff. But I don't really think that makes her a parenting expert. So, <laughs> so yeah, wasn't great. But it's worth it to read just just for those little bits where she talks about when she was growing up. I thought that was fascinating. I don't know if she has a biography, but if she doesn't, she should have one. That would be pretty fascinating to read. I would definitely read that. So. Anyway, and I'm currently reading two books, uh, How to Talk to Children About Art, which is a book that was recommended on the reading list for this new art program that I got um, a sample for Maven to try out, which I'm excited to try out. And we'll talk about that more once I get a chance to actually look through it. I just went through the reading list and grabbed that one and ordered it from the library. Um, But eventually, once Maven has a chance to try it out and we can look through it, I will be reviewing that. And that's by Francois Barb Gall. And then Keeping a Nature Journal by Claire Walker Leslie, which is really funny. I was Googling about um, nature journaling and one of the articles I was reading, which was a really good article, um, recommended this book. And I went, that book sounds familiar. Wait, didn't I buy Maven a nature journaling book? And I went and I found it and dug it out of her closet. And I'm like, this is the book. I bought her it, and she, I don't know, she's thumbed through it. She's never read it, I'm sure. I'm like, I am reading this book, taking notes. <laughs> so it's a really good book so far. So I've requested um, books from the library, and then mm-hmm. when they came in, I went, wow, this looks really familiar. And then I'm like, oh, <laughs> dude, it's on my shelf. It's right oh. there. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, I think I've done that before, too. <laughs> so anyway, that's what we're reading or have read. Excellent. Well, speaking of books, if you're planning on purchasing any of the books that we just mentioned from Amazon or Audible, please consider clicking through our affiliate links in the sidebar of our website at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com. We have links to Amazon, Audible, Discount School Supply, Kerclick, and more. It won't cost you anything extra, and it helps support the show. Great. Yeah. So, Becky, what have you got for us for your link of the week? Well, as you might have heard in the interview with uh, Danielle, that (laughs) she has been considering uh, a future as an architect. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, it's not easy to find books about architects. (laughs) Um, I requested all of the books that our library had about being an architect. Three of them were written before computer-assisted design. And um, one of them, the woman had so much Aquanet in her, it was a a woman could be an architect kind of book. Uh And she had so much Aquanet in her hair, it was terrifying. Like she was going (laughs) to burst into flames in the sunlight. Um, so I was having a really hard time finding books um, about being an architect. And then I found this book list for young architects. 
it's on the playfullearning.net website, and it has um, a couple, not a lot, because I'm, I'm guessing there's just not a lot of call out there for books about for children about becoming an architect. Um, but she has a few really interesting-looking books, which I'm going to be ordering from the library cool. probably as soon as we're done with this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has a list of about eight books um, of, uh, about architecture for kids. Okay. And um, in addition, though, the Playful Learning um, website is super cute. She's got a lot of really great stuff on here. She has classes that she offers, um, like the art of teaching and the art of parenting and all sorts of neat things. Her blog is beautiful. It has um, all sorts of great ideas for uh, all sorts of things. I mean, just it's it's uh, it covers a lot of ground, um, and it's like I said, it's really really pretty to look at. I lo- you know we like blogs that look good. Yeah, you know, definitely. Ugly blogs are never going to get recommended on our show, and this one is beautiful. So. <laughs> Um, playfullearning.net forward slash blog and I will put the link to the specific um, article about um, architecture books in the show notes cool. so you, if you have a young budding architect you can check that out as well cool how about you? I have the website Webucator to share today I actually got an email I don't remember if I got it from Homeschool Realm, through Homeschool Realm, or through... I don't think it came through Savvy Homeschool Moms. Anyway, this guy emailed me with this thing a while ago, like a year ago or something, and it got lost in my inbox. And while I was cleaning out my inbox, which is another thing I got accomplished in the last couple of months, I actually got (laughs) cleaned out my entire inbox and my email. That was a huge accomplishment. I went from 700 to 20. (laughs) Wow. Down to 20. And actually, I think I'm under 20 now. (laughs) So anyway, this email came in, and I was going to read this because um, it kind of explains it. So it says, my name is Bob, and I'm in charge of community outreach for my company, Webucator. I'm writing to let you know about a new free program we have for homeschooling kids. The CEO of my company, Webucator, is beginning to homeschool his seventh grade daughter next year. In searching for curriculum, he couldn't find a lot of great free online software and web development courses. As Webucator specializes in this kind of training in the corporate world, we know how valuable these skills are. So we've decided to make all of our self-paced courses available for free for homeschoolers. This includes courses on web development, HTML, CSS, JavaScript, etc., Microsoft Office, Word, Excel, PowerPoint, etc., Photoshop, Dreamweaver, and many others. To register for a course, all they need to do is go to our self-paced courses page, and I'm putting the link to that in the show notes. Um, browse the courses, click the order now button next to the course, enter, and this says this is in all caps, so it might be cap sensitive, homeschool for the coupon code, and click validate coupon. Uh, complete the registration, that's all there is to it. As I said, the courses are self-paced, so students will need to have some discipline to get through them, but one of the co- great things about homeschooling is that it helps, uh, is that it helps kids develop this kind of discipline. So we're hopeful that our courses will help kids develop much-needed skills in the workplace. Plus, a lot of this stuff is just fun to learn. Thank you so much. Let me know if you have any questions or want more information. Bob Clary. So, Webucator. It's Webucator, like educator, but webucator.com. But, um, and then there's self, uh, self-paced courses is a button on there. But I'll put a link directly to the self-paced courses. It's just the self-paced courses that you get for free. But there are a fair amount of cool... I would, the one thing I was a little disappointed in, though, is that they have, for their regular classes, they have Illustrator. They don't have Illustrator for self-paced. And I emailed and I asked them, because Illustrator is the one thing I really want from Avon. 
Um, they do have Photoshop, though, so maybe we'll start there. Um, I'm hoping that they'll eventually do Illustrator. He told me that they're not planning it yet, but um, it's something that could happen in the future because I guess they take their their webinars and then they just make them available. Like once they've done a webinar, they record it and they save it and they make it available for the self-paced courses or something like something like that. And and they just haven't done that for Illustrator yet, but they do it. So hopefully it'll happen for anybody else out there who's looking for that. But um, but they, I mean, they have CSS, they have Ajax. I don't know what that's for, but it sounds good. Um, <laughs> uh, JavaScript, jQuery, uh, just um, something that's just called writing. I don't know what that means. Business writing training. That would be good for the high schoolers, I suppose. So I've been thinking, you know, maybe even starting high school next year, a lot of this stuff could be really, really awesome for her. So it looks like they have video training and, um, like, exams and stuff like that to help. And it's all self-paced, so yay. Um, so anyway, Webucator, I thought that sounded really cool, and I would share that for those of you who uh, have older children like me. Um, that are looking into high school or going into high school or are already in high school um, and looking for stuff like this. This could be really helpful, I think. Awesome. Yep. And now we'd like to give some listener recognition. From iTunes, we got a review from Hands Not Full. And I read that as Hands Not Full. I did too. I literally <laughs> had to like stare at it for a few minutes and go, oh, that's, that's I see That's a what nice she's name. Saying. Yeah. Hands Not Full. <laughs> well, that's okay because she, she, I'm hoping she is a very nice person. Oh, I'm she, sure she is. I was going to say that's hysterical. That would be a really cool name too. <laughs> We've all had she that. She said, awesome secular podcast. Finally, a homeschooling podcast that is secular based and not intimidating. Well, I hope we're not intimidating. Um, the guests are great, but my favorite part is the chat. I found awesome programs and books thanks to the chat. Thank you for the genuine content and friendly podcast. You're welcome. Thank you. That was very nice. <laughs> I think that was everything. I think so. So if you like our show, please leave us a review on iTunes and tell your friends all about us. For links to resources shared in this episode and to view notes on all of our shows, you can visit us on the web at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com. And you can find the show notes specific to this episode at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com forward slash 50. Yay! And <laughs> while you're on our site, you can drop us a note or voicemail and let us know if you have any ideas for show topics or guests. And congratulate us on doing 50 episodes! I know! Woohoo! We totally should have done something about that. Oh, well. It only took us, what, two and a half years? <laughs> hey, you know what? That's not bad. No, it's not. Well, goodbye, everyone. Have a fun week and come back and take a break with us again next time. Yep. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> that would be my son and daughter and Maven's daughter. Her son was interesting. You said Maven's daughter. Did I say Maven? Oh. <laughs> Did we record this 20 years in the future? <laughs> so we have interviewed my son and daughter and Maven's. I said it again. You just did it again. <laughs> I like going to the Jelly Philly pa- Factory. The Jelly Philly Belly. Thank you. It's a little long. Um, my favorite field trip was going to the Jelly Philly Factory. It was so cool. To- <laughs> what? The jelly Philly. The jelly Philly. Jelly Philly Factory. It's not like a jelly bird. I'm just telling about the underground. Probably I know. Jelly Philly. <laughs> I'm not on there. No. Okay. What? <laughs> yes, you sound like a little kid. <laughs> oh, that's right.
also, if you like our show, <laughs> I forgot I was back. Can you do that again? <laughs>